0: Everybody, guess who's back from a summer holiday? It's me, and I have been in Italy. Yes, and I'm still called Father Rodriguez, not Mario, but uh, with a lot of pizza and pasta in me, and dare I say around me, I'm ready for another show. I hope you are too. Joining me today again is Inga, our community manager. our community. I hope you have community manners. Our community manager. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing okay. A little bit uh, lost on sleep and a little bit warm after another hot weekend in the Netherlands. But we got yet another and-
0: heat wave.
1: It's insane. Well, locally, not not here. Only in your part of the country.
0: Oh, it was so hot here. Like the other day, it was 35 degrees. I was walking outside. It was hotter than Italy. That's not supposed yeah, to be. Yeah,
1: but it was like this the, the whole week when you were in Italy. Oh, gee. You didn't need to go to Italy for hot weather because we had that here. Oh, man.
0: And I kept thinking, I wish I was back in the Netherlands where it's cool and rainy. But no. <laughs> unfortunately. Anyway, I'm ho- also glad that you are back as a listener. I hope you had a a, a nice summer so far. Uh, maybe some of you are already back at work or back in school. We are slowly getting ready for the n- the new season, you could say, or the n- the new work. How do you call that? The new well, anyway, the next couple of months. Let's not complicate things. And so, um that that also requires us to kind of Build up some um, some new routines. Uh, we've made some changes over the past few weeks, as you may have noticed, and so maybe that's what we're going to start with to talk about that. In what's happening in the news? I <laughs> do not like movies. <laughs> movies, and I pressed the wrong button. I forgot that in, <laughs> in this lineup of jingles, there is no news button. I should I should bring that back because I actually really like that news button. Anyway, so we've been working uh, in ME, um on the website uh, this past week. Inge, can you give us a, a bit of a rundown why we were working on the website? Because actually, we had more than one website, right?
1: Yeah, at one point, we had four websites. We had the what? Dutch radio, the, the English radio, we had Father Roderick, and we had a Dutch site called Catholic Vandaag.
0: Yeah, Catholic Today. Uh,
1: so, um, we had I had to keep up with all of, of those four websites. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, w- it was complicated. It all had also social media connected to every website. And yeah, it did, it became too complicated for us. And it's also too complicated for the, for our listeners. So in our effort to make make things simpler. So when you do keep it simple, you also up the quality of what you're doing. Because you're not too much butter spread over too much toast. So uh, we are um, folding every two, everything into the Father Roderick side. So that's... The place where if you need to know something or find out something that you have only one place to go to and we are getting rid of the rest of, the, of, of it and
0: it keeps it so yeah, much easier, easier to, uh, to us, maintain. yeah because Just, uh, at one point we were changing the organization a little bit of course i moved to a different address so the 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 the, the, the tridio itself the headquarters moved with me and I think you were trying to correct all those instances where we had the old address. Yeah. And even yeah. yesterday, you, you spent days doing that and we still found places where we had the old information. It, it was so unwieldy. Yeah. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, so so our, our um, um, we, we don't build the own website, so we have a company do that for us. And since uh, 2018, you have a privacy mandate in Europe, so you have to make a privacy page. And they copied the when they did that, they copied all the information we had from that to that page, but I didn't know. Yes, th- they did that. So if you don't know it exists, you don't check. And
0: it. it's not that every day you're going through all the pages on the website to see if they're all updated. So anyway, it was a good a good moment to do this. And this was also um, a, a, as a result of of some of the feedback from the community, from you as a listener or a, a viewer of the stuff that we do on YouTube. Um, some of you have asked me, wait. What You do video as well? I thought you only did podcasts. And there are some people that are completely unaware of, of uh, either that we do podcasts or that we do video or that we have a website. And so uh, there was this one reaction the other day. said, can you make one place where I can go and, and just find everything? And that's how that gave me the idea to, to revamp the, the, the main page of the website. So if you go to fatherrodrick.com right now, what you will see is basically the lineup for the week. And every day it says, "Okay, today, Monday, we're going to have Gospel for Geeks." Tuesday, it's going to be the Walk. Uh, Wednesday, it's going to be Story Secrets. So it's the podcast that I do for the for the patron uh, uh, community, uh, et cetera. And then, as soon as these things are live on air, then you can click and you can, and it will bring you to either you know the YouTube page or the this or that channel. So the website now is a bit. At least conceptually, because visually we still need to make a lot, make a lot of tweaks. Um, it's a bit what we, I think we talked about that um, before. I went on vacation, like the the metaphor of a central station, like a, a railway station, where instead of saying, "Hey, you want to go to Tuscany? You have to go to that station," or "You want to go to uh, whatever um, Siena? You have to stand beside oh, sorry, the road and wait for the bus to arrive." I've just Using examples from my <laughs> my recent holiday, um, instead we'll just tell you just go to this station and then there that's where you will find to which um, how do you call that It's a platform you have to go. So maybe we should yeah. also have like this secret platform with a steam train that will bring you yeah, to Hogwarts. Nine,
1: uh, three quarters exactly. <laughs> Speaking of
0: of of its Italian uh, destinations. Um, so I spent um, a little less than two weeks in in Italy with uh, three the three other priests, Father Henry, Father Harry, and Father Michel. Um, and uh, this time we went to Tuscany, which is a, a beautiful region. But I discovered that it's not the best place to be during the summertime because it, it was. Scorchingly hot. It had not rained for months, so everything was bone dry. Lots of uh, warnings for forest fires and stuff. Um, and it's also I, I've noticed that even though I'm pretty good with 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 heat and warm temperatures, when when the temperatures rise to about 35 degrees or higher, I don't know how much that is in Fahrenheit. I guess uh, above the 90s. It's impossible to do anything. So we did visit some some cities. And I had to force myself to just keep keep on filming, keep on working, um, and knowing that ultimately how warm it is, you don't that doesn't end up on on the footage that I shoot. But on other days, we were so wiped out by the heat that we didn't do anything. Th- there were several days that we just stayed inside. We sat mass in the morning, and then we were just I was even too tired to read. Added to that, uh, a um, mosquito infestation. This was something that I even read in the in, in the Dutch news uh, on the internet that a lot of vacation vacationing Dutchmen were plagued by mosquitoes. And not only do they, that's have, where they
1: went, yeah.
0: That it's (laughs) terrible Uh, you have different mosquitoes in the Netherlands you have mosquitoes that actually make a sound that's annoying but at least you know that there is a mosquito in your room these Italian mosquitoes are super silent they're like these stealth stealth animals and you only notice that they are there because either they're sitting on you sucking your blood or you look in the mirror the next day and you think you have pimples but instead your face is covered in mosquito bites which happened to me one morning right before we went to Florence. And I look in the mirror and I have all these red pimples and I'm thinking, I wanted to film today and I needed to be on camera and I'm covered in red pimples and I don't have makeup with me. Which...
1: (laughs) I'm not there either to apply it.
0: (laughs) Right, 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 right. And I'm definitely not going to ask my fellow priests to apply makeup to my face because they're going to be so confused. Anyway... (laughs) That's where you have to let go a little bit of your vanity. Is like, oh, well, <laughs> I'll just insert a little voiceover that last night I was hit hard by mosquitoes. And the worst type of mosquito actually is not Italian, but it comes from Africa. And because of global warming effects, this mosquito has started to Our migrate. Yeah. And it's called the tiger mosquito. And yeah. uh, they are actually... They have yeah, these stripes, figure. these web, white
1: stripes. Well, they actually,
0: they are quite, quite small, but they have white stripes. It looks very scary, very, very dangerous. And, in fact, when they bite you, you don't get, like, a little bump. No, you actually get this, like, it's a nickel-wide type of, 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 of big bulb on your, on your legs or your arms. And it itches so bad that it, it, it actually woke me up during the night. So, anyway... I'm covered in mosquito bites. Yeah. Haven't slept at all because of the heat, because of the mosquitoes. And then there's this scorching heat during the day. When I got home, I actually said, I need a vacation now. <laughs> I need a vacation <laughs> from my vacation. That's how tired I am. Also didn't help that we uh, we drove back. So I flew to, to Pisa on, uh, because I didn't want to start my vacation with a two-day vacation. Um, car ride, which Father Harry and Father Henry were going to do. I was like, no, I'm already tired. Before I start my vacation, I'm just going to fly to Pisa, take the train. That turned out to be a horrible adventure because the train actually didn't go where I thought it was going, so I just stepped off the train in the middle of nowhere, and then I had to walk for th- for two hours in 35 degrees Celsius before I was picked up um, in, in the blazing sunlight. <laughs> that was not fun. Um, But then on the way back, I couldn't book a flight. Literally every flight leaves at 6 o'clock in the morning. And there's no way in the world that you can be at an airport in Italy at 6 o'clock in the morning. Unless you go and sit there the evening before. And I was not planning on doing that. So I I chose to go back with Father Harry and Father Henry by car. But that is a, wow, I think almost a 20-hour car ride. And we were three chauffeurs, so we could alternate. But still, oh, my gosh, I was so wiped out when I got back home. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to the fall and to the winter when it gets cold. And I, right now, of course, I'll I'll have to eat my words later on. But right now I'm thinking, you know what? I'm not going to turn on the heating for the entire winter. That's how warm I've been. <laughs> I just need an entire winter to get the temperatures back to normal. And then maybe there will be other financial reasons why we have to not turn on the heat because, well, you you have the same problem. Uh, It's so expensive in the Netherlands right now. Yeah. Electricity, gas.
1: Yeah, so I've been lucky because I saw it coming Mm -hmm. in October. I was like, there was a certain person who was uh, uh, collecting troops across the border and just they were sitting there. I was like, that's not good.
0: you gave him a call and he said oh don't worry Inge (laughs) I'm not going to do anything no it's just for the fun it's just a little bit of exercise and you were like yeah yeah. I know you Putin I know what you're gonna do yeah
1: (laughs) well I was like yeah this is I don't trust this you know and I I knew my contract would 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 finish in in Ah, May okay and I was like if he does this, and then and most of our gas supply, of a lot of gas supply, mm-hmm. is going through the Ukraine, and he weaponizes it. The prices will explode, and I, I have no money to pay for my gas. So, so I, I, uh, I, I cancelled my contract. I had to uh-huh. pay a fine, fifty euros, yeah. and I got a new contract in October. Oh, so you locked in supplier.
0: at a good price?
1: Yeah. So I, I play pay one third of the current... Gas price wow. for five years. Oh
0: my goodness! You are you are yeah. very lucky. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm just paying attention to what happens in the world. <sighs> I have but no control yeah, over the,
0: this. Yeah, but it, no, yeah, you, you were you right to do but, that.
1: Uh, yeah. So, but uh, of course, that's only uh, postponing the the inevitable. Because in three years or five years, I don't know exactly when I uh, mm-hmm. how long it will still take. Then the, the prices will still be high because it's uh, gas is a fossil fuel.
0: But maybe by then the, we know how to uh, how to grow or how to breed. Um, uh, not Wampas. What's the other thing that that Han Solo cuts open for Luke? Uh, the town Tauntaun. We should just start to to breed Tauntauns, and then in the wintertime mm-hmm. we just cut open their belly. Yeah, it's a bit smelly, but it, at least it will keep us warm
1: during the winter time. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, but it 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 it. Uh, have has, uh, kept me thinking. How can I? Uh, I've now uh, bought time to change my lifestyle to m- consume less. So uh, yeah. th- th- last week you talked about electricity. So I, I checked my my uh, usage
0: uh-huh. and
1: my my PC. So I've got a gaming PC with a 680 watt uh-huh. uh, power supply. Wow. that's by far the worst uh, uh, energy hog in the house. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking into maybe turning uh, switching to a laptop for mm-hmm. the day, for during the day. And also when it's summer and it's hot, uh, it, it's, yesterday it shut down itself because it was too hot in the room.
0: And then imagine the fans uh, of the computer trying to yeah. compensate for that heat. So that also creates even more yeah. warmth.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, and the Intel fans, uh, if you're an Intel have an Intel processor, it will slow down. So you cannot oh, okay. do anything anymore in yeah. your computer because it slows down so much. So I'm looking. I'm in the market for a laptop because of that. So uh, I can imagine. And for for um, uh, gas, I cook on gas. I cannot mm-hmm. have no control over that because no. there's only way, only one way to to cook. Yeah. But um, yeah. For uh, a shower, less often. Mm-hmm. So uh, I used yeah. a
0: timer this morning for showering. You know, I have these little cubes here that, mm-hmm. and I turn them, and I I put the cube on three minutes. I was like, I got to be done in the shower. When this thing goes off, I barely made it. <laughs> it was like that's when I realized how much time it normally takes for me to take a shower. But um, yeah, uh,
1: my my family in France has to uh, has, uh, has uh, to use that by force because they only have uh, There's a tank, uh, uh-huh. water supply tank uh, in uh-huh. in their village, uh, supplying their their houses because the wells, uh, they the, the drink uh, the drinking water mm-hmm. company uh, draws water from. They are dry. Wow. Because of the drought, yeah. The so drought now is they, have, uh, they have they have two hundred liters per per person per day, and mm-hmm. they are on uh, they have rationed there, so they they only can take uh, one shower per week.
0: This and, is, I think, yeah, where virtual reality is going to be such a great help because no matter how how if you've not been showering for three weeks. In VR, you still look fantastic. <laughs> Maybe that's what, what Zuckerberg is aiming yeah. for in the metaverse. Hey, we need to move on to the movies and TV segment here. How <laughs> do not like movies? They're predictable. Like, the guy gets the girl and that kid sees dead people and Darth Vader is Luke's father. Not liking movies is like not liking puppies. They're fine. I just get bored and never make it to the end. You know, you need a movie education. You need a movication. I'm going to give it to you on our movie and TV segment, two very, very new series and one super old series that I just discovered and I'm thinking, where have you been for most of my life? I um, will review which one that is, but let's first start with the biggest release. Actually, this turned out to be the biggest TV premiere of all time and it's on HBO and it's a sequel, or actually, it's a prequel to uh, also one of the most successful television series ever called Game of Thrones. Inga, you've you've been watching Game of Thrones. Actually, I think you you got me into watching Game of Thrones. Right? You were already watching I it don't before. Remember. You had already I read the, the books.
1: I plead the fifth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know for sure that you had already re- read the books and that you started watching, and that made me watch. You made me watch. I didn't, I didn't oh. choose to. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but its I still haven't watched the final season. I've only watched the first episode of the final season, but you've watched the entire thing. And you, I don't think you were particularly fond of the way they ended the television show, but you weren't as negative as most of the fans, right?
1: No, because uh, um, yeah, it was an okay ending. So I, can, I can live with it. Mm-hmm. But the whole season, the whole final season feels rushed. So Which there's this, this certain certain, certain pace mm-hmm. for all the seasons, and then season six, uh, yeah, season six or seven mm-hmm. starts, and then uh, it's it's like a, a breakneck uh mm. stuff happens, and it is yeah. not in tune with the rest of the series. Right. So it uh, yeah.
0: Probably they were rushing. They needed to wrap yeah. this up. They didn't have the yeah. license, I think, to continue. Uh, yeah. but but it Look, left. And,
1: and nor have, did they have the content too, because uh, every season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed the books, and then there was no book yeah. for the last season because it wasn't finished. And he was, he was like, yeah, it's going to be released in, in the spring of two, 2020. It's now 2022. I haven't seen the book
0: yet. No, it's going to take a long so, time. So they didn't have yeah. the source material, so they had to come up with ideas themselves, which we know yeah. that not necessarily means that it's going to be worse than the books. But for this yeah. particular ending, um, it left many fans, fans wanting, which... Is all the more interesting because this new series, which goes back in time, it goes a few centuries before the events in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. um, is actually has no involvement of of Martin. He has not written it. He is not, I think he may have an advisory role, but they actually yeah. produced this like any other television show with with uh, just staff writers. But from every fan I've heard so far, they say this is this is Game of Thrones. This is the same this is why we loved the original series so much or hated it. Let's be honest. Not everybody it's not everybody's cup of yeah. tea. And there were some moments in the first episode where I was like, I, I stopped watching. I was like, Oh no, I, I feel where this is going. I don't want to see this. I let let's first cook dinner. And then I went back and I was like, I knew, I knew that we're going to do this. I, oh, oh, so it's, it's a, it's a frustrating show in a sense that it, oh, there is so little hope you know, every time they, they they give you a little bit, and you're like you're rooting for someone or for a situation to end well, but you already feel, but well, this is this is Game of Thrones, you know, this is probably gonna yeah. just hit me in the face, and yeah, f- like ten minutes later, though it's even worse than you anticipated. Um, yeah. So anyway, but I have to is
1: dystopian. So,
0: yeah. In a certain way, what I always think is, um, you've got a lot of Christians. Also for a reason, being very very reluctant when it comes to this series, and yeah. and, and I have a lot of friends who actually won't watch it, um, but I believe that this series is 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 the series for our times because it's a reflection of our mentality. It's a mm-hmm. if you want to have an example of the culture of death, <laughs> watch Game of Thrones. It's it's a story. Where there are no good guys, everybody is compromised. Mm-hmm. Everybody is selfish. It is a world where even those that are supposed to have I- be the leaders in terms of ideas or ideals, the kings, the you know the, the 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 ones you you are made to look up to, they ultimately all fall down. They all fa- fall from grace. Mm-hmm. Um, churches, religion, it's all suspect. They're all corrupt. I think this is. This is the kind of story that unfortunately matches the mentality of a lot of people in our yeah. modern in our modern world. This is also why I'm so happy that almost to counterbalance what they're doing with the universe of Games of Thrones, we will have the Rings of Power, which is based on mm-hmm. Tolkien, which the makers, and you can say about that, I can say a lot of things about it because, of course, they have limited ability to to use the writings of Tolkien. So they make up a lot of stories and a lot of Tolkien fans are concerned about that. But the the makers have said, we want to tell a story of hope. And for me, that is much mm-hmm. more important than that it is like what Tolkien would have wanted. Let's be honest if Tolkien was still alive he would have blocked anything. he hated mm-hmm. every adaptation he, uh, he he would have probably be against all of this even even Peter Jackson probably would have would have been his mortal enemy. Mm-hmm. so but that's for me it's much more important that we have also storytellers that in in a, in a society that and a culture that is in crisis, they tell stories that lift us up, that give us an alternative, mm-hmm. even if it's just a story. But that's, I think, what helps us to come together again. So I'm, I'm really rooting for the Rings of Power to be as good as I hope it will be. From the first couple of reactions, because this has already premiered in a couple of countries, I know that uh, our uh, common friend, the Tolkien professor, Corey Olson, he has already seen the first two episodes, um, and he was very impressed. He was, he was like, yeah, this this feels like Tolkien. Um, Neil Gaiman, uh, not the least of the writers, he said, this this no. is Tolkien. This is Tolkien. Yeah, it's not, but it is Tolkien. So they they really yeah. he was very complimentary. So I'm thinking there's already two people that I greatly admire that are not paid to say that. I trust their judgment, and soon we'll be able to see for ourselves because it's uh, premiering yeah, any be? day now. Like it's the beginning of September. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm just super stoked. That's not the only thing, of course, that we are waiting for. I'm personally very eagerly looking forward to Andor, which is also going to be groundbreaking in Star Wars. It's the first adult story that they're going to tell. Not adult in terms of nudity or anything, but it's a a story where the, um, the director actually initially didn't want to do it. He said, I, I'm not interested in telling yet another like fairy tale kind of story. I want to tell a real story about real people. And and mm-hmm. that's they gave him leeway to do that, and from the looks of it, and, and judging from the reactions of Kathleen Kennedy, who's already, of course, been highly involved in the production of this series, this is something different than anything we've seen before. And it is Star Wars at a level of quality, a level of storytelling, maybe also a level of realism that we've never seen before. So for that alone, I can't wait to see it. And I'm glad that they kind of waited a little bit longer so they can space it out a little bit with the premiere of of House of the Dragon and uh the the Rings of Power so that it can get its own, you know, moment in the spotlight. Uh And
1: yeah, the Rings of Power is from Amazon, right? Yes, Not that's Amazon. No, yeah. no, no.
0: That's that's uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's the most expensive television series ever made. Um and you know what? I've, I've, I kind of expected uh, the House of the Dragon to to be at the same level. So I was like, okay, they know that the Rings of Power is coming. Games of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones was already one of the best-looking television series I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I expected that to, them totally to top that, and I was a bit disappointed. Like in many scenes, there, like. Yeah, that that looks fake. Ah, that looks CGI. Uh ah, that looks like a matte painting. I, I, I seriously was like, wait, are, am I just being hypercritical? No, I, I really think that they, they, they did a cheap job. Well, no, of course it wasn't cheap, but it was pretty mediocre. I think in terms of of uh, the quality of the special effects, even worse than some of the scenes were worse looking than what we saw in, in Game of Thrones. I don't know what the reason yeah. is for that.
1: Maybe it's because uh, Game of Thrones was, um, had a budget of a cable television show, mm-hmm. and this is only streaming? I don't know. That's maybe the difference? I don't know. Or maybe it's
0: just because we're so we're so spoiled by the quality of other series that we don't accept what we thought was perfectly fine a few years ago. I don't know. Something that uh, also attracted quite a bit of criticism, at least when the trailers were aired, was the newest series on Disney+, She-Hulk. Which to me sounded like the most ridiculous concept ever. It's, like, it's the Hulk, but it's uh, it's a woman, and she is an attorney, and she is working in the courtroom as a Hulk, on high
1: heels. Inge. I'm
0: not kidding you. Like it's the Hulk. Okay, now, I've,
1: now I've now high I need to, I, I need to have something to brain bleach. <laughs> to forget yeah. that. Well,
0: actually, so I I watched that series without any expectations. I was like, this is probably going to be ridiculous. I mean, seriously. And you know what? she actually- green? Yeah, she's green. She's completely green. And she's super tall. She's like your size, actually. I'm not super tall. You are super tall. I always feel like a dwarf when I'm standing beside you. <laughs> but anyway... It turns out to be so much better than I anticipated. It's and you know it, it was different from what I expected. I thought this was going to be another thing like Moon Knight very serious and dramatic. It's actually more of a comedy. It's it's very fun. It and what I like most is it 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 breaks the fourth wall. So she's like in the middle of a a, a, a discussion with her cousin, The Hulk, Bruce Banner, and then she turns towards the camera and she's like, "You know what? This is what I meant." And it's like you almost feels like wait, you're talking to me? <laughs> and then you see the Hulk looking over her shoulder, also looking in, in the camera, and he's like, wait, there are people there? <laughs> it was so funny. And this is what they did very well with Deadpool, which is also now uh, a, a Disney property. And it made a lot of Deadpool fans very happy because they, they feel like, oh, Disney understands this. They know how to make fun of themselves, which is essential to Deadpool. So... Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised that the special effects are are pretty good if you consider that they they um completely shocked the people that were working on the series. Of course, first episode is origin story. How did this attorney turn into the Hulk? Uh she's a relative of course of of, of Bruce Banner, but it's not by birth that you turn green. So they had to explain that. But the the, the they wanted to keep that origin story so how how did how did she how did it come about that she is also a Hulk now a female hulk uh, they wanted to do that in episode eight and then at the very last moment when they are were already editing the thing they were like uh, it probably works better in the first episode but that's this huge CGI uh, uh, sequence so imagine you have your planning as a, as a computer graphics, uh, company and you know oh but that's for episode eight we still have two months ladies and gentlemen it's okay just focus on the work on the first episode and then like a few weeks before the premiere they tell you well actually that entire sequence that we planned for episode eight yeah we needed yesterday and so they came up with some very clever tricks some shortcuts to actually hide the fact that a lot of those effects were impossible to to have ready and I think they they made some creative choices that. It, they, so they don't show a lot, but I think it gets stronger because you don't see exactly what happens. You only see like a vague reflection in the door of a car and that sort of stuff. It actually works better. And this, this um, fits with what I've been taught in, when I was studying um, uh, television production in, in, in Rome. Uh, uh, teachers uh, once told us, what is more horrifying? You, you're watching a murder mystery. And then you see this, this person uh, 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 arriving with a knife, and then the camera zooms in when he's stabbing the victim. You know, is, is that scary? And we're like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome, awful. That's pretty. Now, and then he was like, I want to watch you. I want to show you something. And, and then we watched the sequence from uh, Psycho in um, uh, Hitchcock. He, and it's this famous scene where this lady is taking a shower. You remember that? And then yeah, she, yeah. there's a shower curtain and you see the shadow and you have that music and attention. The and then you just see the shadow and then the, the camera is very shaky. And then, and, and you see blood, but you never see the actual stabbing. And, and we were, I had never watched that. And I was like, I was in shock. And he said, remember this. Sometimes it works better not to show something and to imply it. Why? Because your brain will do the work. And yeah. no visual effect can approach the, inv- the inventiveness and the creativity of your brain. <laughs> so I, w- I was watching what they did with the Hulk, and I, I thought, you know what? This is probably at first was a shock, but I think it actually benefited what they did in the first episode.
1: Yeah, Blessing it. in disguise. Yeah, blessing in disguise, yeah.
0: as is often yeah. the case. So now, what is this one super old television series that I've only now discovered I'll tell you how, actually. It was something that my brother used to rave about. It was like, yeah, 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 whatever. You've got a quirky sense of humor anyway. I don't think that's for me. It was a sitcom. And sitcoms are not my thing. I tried Friends, and i and you've got the laugh track and everything. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't get this. I, why is this funny? And, of course, I'm offending every one of you who actually loves Friends, but I just couldn't get into it. Then I got super... Uh, enthusiastic about the Big Bang Theory, which is kind of like a classic sitcom. Which is a sitcom. It's yeah. a totally a sitcom, and it uses all, the, uses all the tropes, but it's about geeky things, so I get the humor, I get the references. Um, you know, I could, I, I could live there in that apartment. I could be one of those nerdy people there on the couch, totally. I also like to eat lots of Chinese takeout, like they do in Big Bang Theory. But what I didn't realize was that the Big Bang Theory in itself is almost a pastiche of older series. And the one that my brother was always raving about was called Seinfeld. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's awesome. I know. I know. Right. But I bought, so my brothers, you gotta watch Seinfeld. You gotta watch Seinfeld. So I picked like a random episode, like season four. And I'm like, I don't get it. Who are these people? Why is there a laugh track? This is not funny. This is not for me. And I zapped away. But, dang it, the other day, I saw um, a, a, a Lego set of Seinfeld. And it was on the German Amazon website and it had a huge discount and we all know that uh, Lego is going to up their prices in a few weeks from now. So uh, some of the prices are going to be outrageously expensive. And I love these miniature sets. Uh, I'm currently building um, uh, the, the set of, of Friends, uh, like the, their main set. And I don't really care that much for Friends, but I, I love building this miniature. It's like a theater thing. Um, and so I saw that Seinfeld set like, oh, I'm so tempted. It's so cheap. It's such a major discount. I love this. You've got all these little minifigures. And look. Oh, they've got a nice little kitchen. Oh, look. There's a Lego microwave. Oh, my gosh. But I've never seen Seinfeld. So I cannot buy this. I mean, that would be so self-indulgent. It would be a waste of money. You know, why? why? I cannot justify this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch Seinfeld. Maybe it's good. Maybe maybe I'll get so enthusiastic that actually that gives me a reason to get the Lego set. So here I am, sitting down. I'm watching the first episode of Seinfeld and I'm in stitches. It's so funny. And it's just banter and there's nothing happening, but it's so no. so my humor. It was so hilarious. And then I watched the second episode and I watched the third episode and then I was hooked and then I ordered the Lego set. <laughs> But I am so happy because there are still like I mean, eight seasons for me to discover. And I'm almost yeah, at the end of the Big Bang Theory. And now I'm, I'm looking at, at, at Seinfeld. And I'm thinking, that's where the Big Bang Theory got that from. It's like the same
1: thing. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, but what, what, where were you in the 90s? Because that's when I, when I was on uh, high school. Yeah. I was watching that in really? the
0: 90s. Well, I'll tell you where I was. I was in a parish. I watched television <laughs> once a week and the only hour that I watched was a taped episode. I still had a VHS recorder of Star Trek Voyager. That was the one hour of television every week. It's not the worst of things, but it's not Seinfeld. No. So no. I, don't, I don't even think I had... Actually, I only had the Dutch channel, so I couldn't, I couldn't even watch Seinfeld even if I wanted to because I didn't have a cable TV. But my gosh, it is so funny. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad that in the chat room some people are, are uh, also saying hey I, I like Seinfeld too uh, it, uh, Eileen says Seinfeld was my New York City life back in the day <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so super happy to have discovered that and uh, don't spoil anything don't tell I me won't. don't tell me hmm. what's going to happen next
1: there's nothing happening so there's not well, much to spoil shh, don't
0: tell me <laughs> Time to dive into the kitchen. Have you
1: been cooking anything lately, uh, Inge? Yes, this, this, this afternoon of this, uh, for lunch, I made a tortilla de patatas. Tortilla de
0: patatas. Oh, I remember yeah. that from the Camino. Yeah. I want the recipe because that's hard to do. I've never been able no. to make one myself.
1: All you need is a, 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 a deeper non, uh, non-stick pan. Mm-hmm. So I use one with because that's, that's the only non-stick pan I have for that purpose. Okay. And um, um, what you do is uh, you chop up some onions, so three onions, mm-hmm. some garlic, uh, you, uh, and you chop up uh, one kilo of grams, so that's one, two, 2.2 pounds yeah. for the Americans, uh, of uh, potatoes, waxy potatoes, so the one that don't fall apart that you, when you cook them. Okay. So the, 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 like this. The, yeah, the, hard salt, the, the, the one, one that stays, that stays, the stays, stays potatoes. Not the ones
0: you one. use for mashed potatoes.
1: No. Okay. The, the other ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I, you slice them up and in, in slices and you just, uh, fry them up a little bit. Um, and then while they are cooking, you will, uh, um, uh, uh clutch, you said that so you, eight eggs you put in, in a bowl. Yeah. You made, you made sure that that's one, one, uh, one substance, so that you don't. Okay, see the so you you whip up the,
0: the whole the mixture the e- of the eggs. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then you then you um, add the the potatoes back in in the bowl. Yeah. So you, you so you mix everything up so that. Do it you add any
0: bit. herbs in the in the mixture of the
1: eggs? Um, pepper no, or not, salt no, or? No, no, not not salt. not, not on, at that point. Okay. So what I, what I what I do is just uh I, I, I pepper it I salt it i I've, I've my own. Herbs for for the, for the potato, potatoes so I usually season them with that. Okay. And then uh, you you, uh, uh, you clean it with a, with a towel with a, with a uh, kitchen towel, kitchen paper. you clean the pan and then you do new olive oil and then you have to the mixture you put it in a pan, uh-huh. put it on, on soft and then you leave it, you, you, you have it cooked so it gets almost solid. And then you have to oh, take. like a pan, you, you uh, mean uh, on
0: soft? You you put like a low fire, low, uh, low, yeah, low intensity low, heat. Yeah, low, 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 low intensity heat. heat. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and so then, and then you take a big plate, and then you uh, with, and you need to uh, protect your hands because pan is hot. Uh uh-huh. huh. <laughs> Learn that <laughs> by mistake, and uh, you have to uh, flip over the the the, the uh, tortilla uh, in on on a plate, and so okay. when when the, the top is solid, but the, the middle part is still a little bit gooey you know yeah and then you flip it over on the plate and then you have to very carefully uh-huh. um, uh, put put it back in the pan the others uh, when you have to, uh, re- uh, flipped it you know oh, okay okay and then and then and then you have to can you cook it a little bit and then it's done and so you can that's the basics uh-huh. so you can add cheese so i i, I added grated cheese i added uh, parsley mm-hmm. i added tomatoes you can uh, add, add um, bacon Okay. You can add mushrooms, whatever you like or whatever you have left over and it starts to get gets children of its own. If you leave it longer, then I make a, mm-hmm. a, a tortilla de patatas and just put in everything that's left over. Yeah. Uh, and then with, with, a, with a basic uh, recipe. And then I have the, uh, lunch for a week.
0: I remember that um, I often started the the walks on, on the Camino with just one slice of, of a tortilla. The potatoes and it, I, I wasn't hungry for hours it's so probably because of the the protein of the eggs and the, yeah, the, the potato eggs, yeah but that was the that was my go-to morning breakfast and the, you would eat it cold actually because they mm-hmm. had prepared it the day before and and you just buy a slice it was super cheap like one euro or something like that and then yeah. get a big cup of coffee and then I just walked I could walk 24 kilometers on one yeah. piece of tortilla.
1: Yeah, the reason I, I I started doing this is because uh, I I uh, got three kilos of um, uh, potatoes from the to Good to go bar- package of little. Uh-huh. And um, uh, yeah, I'm one person, so I'm not I'm never going to finish one um, well, three kilos of potatoes okay. just the regular way. Yeah. So yeah, Carol this- asked if it's similar to a frittata. Frittata, I do I I, I usually make those in the in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, that's similar to a frit- uh, frittata. Yeah, I, I tried to make a eggs.
0: Spanish tortilla uh, a while ago, and th- this is why I gave up on it. And I used some some of those small potatoes, um, and I cut them in mm-hmm. half. But the thing is, the moment I I took it out of the pan, it just completely fell apart. It didn't stay together mm-hmm. like the Spanish ones. They were like really solid, very heavy, and they they, they stayed together. They were very, very gluey. Mine just fell apart. I don't know what they did wrong. You have any suggestions there?
1: Yeah, so you need you need a, a L size, so the big eggs and then eight of them for a kilo. And if you uh, and and the potato slices need to be really thin, half ah. centimeter or sh- or thinner. Okay. If they are too heavy. Yeah. Or too big, then it will fall, fall apart because it's. It, uh, it, yeah, they are heavier than the, the consistency that that pastes them uh, them together. Yeah. So then. Yeah.
0: That must have been my my issue also because I only so, used like two eggs or
1: something. Yeah, like but that. you can you can also do a kind of, yeah, non official way to make uh, um, tortilla de patatas is use potato chips. So natural flavored potato chips. Oh really. The, the you know f- yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the the crisps uh-huh. and then you you uh, you add those to the to the to the eggs and oh, then okay they uh, yeah you that, soak you have to soak them a bit but uh, first... that must
0: be less healthy because there's a lot of g- le- uh, oil already in the in the potato chips yeah I, I well see. that's
1: that's if you want to uh, do it uh, quick and dirty then okay. you can do that but uh yeah, it's not so healthy so I use real potatoes and slice them uh, really thinly I've got some potatoes
0: yeah. in the in the the, the the second kitchen I have, so maybe I'll give that a try. It sounds sounds really uh, yummy. When did you become? A- oh, anyway, I I, I just <laughs> pressed the button and it's playing. I heard that one before. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is the book segment. I'm so far behind on my books. I, I was jealous yeah. of Father Michel during my vacation. Um, he can sit in a chair literally, and I'm talking to him. And at the same time, he's reading on his Kindle. And he keeps reading. And he just, like, everybody is, like, yelling at everybody. uh, Usually around dinner time. Who's going to cook? What are we going to eat? I don't like that. (laughs) And he's just reading a book. I cannot focus at all. I I wanted to read during my vacation. I didn't read anything. So now I'm two more weeks behind. I need to read six books before the end of this weekend. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Anyway, I started... Um, uh, I wanted to continue at least one book that I started reading, and I didn't like it at all. It was Light of the Jedi. I recorded a YouTube video uh, basically asking my, my fellow Star Wars fans for help. It was like Light of the Jedi is part of an effort of, of uh, Lucasfilm and Disney to create a different era in the Star Wars universe for basically for books and for comics. So they went back in time. It's a bit like House of the Dragon, b- without the dragons and without all the cruelty and nudity. Um, and they, they bring you back a couple of centuries before the events in, uh, in the prequels. And it's uh, supposed to be this golden era of the Jedi, and then uh, something happens, a disaster, in, in having to do with the hyperspace lanes, and, and there's this fallout. But I was mm-hmm. reading this first book, which was supposed to introduce us into that, in that part of, of Star Wars history, and I couldn't follow it. Like, every chapter was a different person. Worse, worse uh, or even worse, they would kill off that person. So you read an entire chapter, you're like, okay, I've got to remember this name, and then by the end of the chapter, everybody's dead, and we move on to another part of the universe, and it's a different person, and it's a total reset. And that continues for the most of the book. So I, I was like, asking for help. I don't get it. Why is this so popular? What am I doing wrong? Should I continue? I I don't like this. And A lot of people were reacting like, yeah, yeah, it's not that good. Or others like, yeah, but just read the comic books or read the children's books because they're also like books for different ages. And you'll get the hang of it after a couple of books. Like a couple of books? Like, (laughs) I can't even finish this one. I don't know if I want to invest in that. And there was this one reaction on YouTube telling me listen to the audiobook version that will fix your problem trust me so that's what i did i got the audiobook version i started listening and i was like oh this this works this this totally this is the 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 format for this story and there's this this narrator i think that greg and jennifer our old friends uh, uh, of the Rosary Army, they, they interviewed him on, on their show. No, it wasn't Greg and Jennifer. I think it was The Secrets of Star Wars. The, um, Angela and um, some of her friends, they do a Star Wars uh, podcast on SQPN, and they had that narrator on their show. And uh, so basically, this guy does a lot of Star Wars books and he's so good at it. And, and, and what is cool about the audiobook is not only is he a very good narrator, so he brings to life actually a pretty mediocre book, but he does it, he reads it so well that you keep listening. But they also add the music, sound effects. Uh, you've got, I don't know, there's drama in it. It feels like I'm listening to this audiobook and I, it feels like I'm watching a Star Wars movie. And and it was like wow okay I'm so glad I just, I listened to that one uh, that one uh, if you were on, on YouTube because th- this works for me um, I just wanted to pass that on for those of you that have only seen my pretty you know negative YouTube uh, re- review of of the first part of the book the audiobook really really makes up for it so it comes highly recommended I have to press a button I don't dare to because it's probably going to be the wrong button should I try just going to try
1: it's the wrong one
0: (laughs) this is the jingle for what we have learned on the interwebs (laughs) and and actually i have not learned much but i did discover i did rediscover one thing and that is linkedin are you on linkedin i don't think you're much on social media these days anyway
1: Uh, i'm not sure i I think I were, <laughs> If you say I that, then it's
0: probably not very, very <laughs> relevant. That's kind of what I was, too. I was like, LinkedIn, yeah. It's for people that are looking for a job. I'm a priest. Yeah, I'm I never have job, to look though. for a job. There is always, like, I'm looking for ways to get <laughs> the, out of the this job. The jobs usually look
1: look for me, so I, I don't have much reason to yeah. be uh, on, on LinkedIn. So,
0: but yeah. I was uh, working on the documentary, and I was like, well, maybe I should post something uh, about it on LinkedIn, And so I go to LinkedIn and I I, apparently I'm following a lot of people and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much interesting stuff here on LinkedIn. I started to read and I got, it's like I got sucked in. And what I, what I really like about LinkedIn is that you get um, content from your peers. So it's not just this open funnel like you have on Twitter where it's just everything in the kitchen sink. But this is people that work in the same areas that I work in. That's why I follow them. So you've got people in the movie industry, in the the TV industry. You've got radio makers, journalists, people from the Catholic Church that work professionally. And they are sharing how they do stuff. And and I found, like, entire tutorials on how they film or uh, they show, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of how they make their documentaries. And I was like, (gasps) oh! Why? Like, I had the Seinfeld experience again. Like, why do I only discover this now? This is so interesting. And I should do the same, actually. I should also share how I make my stuff because where else am I going to share this? If I would put this in the podcast, I'm just going to drone on. Like So then I, d- I discovered that the aperture of the 2.0 lens that I was using, that I actually should have matched that with a 1.100 FPS instead of 125, which completely botched my motion blur. <laughs> If you post, post it on LinkedIn, you actually get reactions like, dude, yeah, next time, since you're working on the can- with the Canon M50, which by the way, I would not recommend, you should actually migrate to the Sony. And you get all this technical <laughs> commentary. And it's it's like, wow, this is I I can actually show or share a part of my professional life here that I can't share anywhere else. <laughs> oh, anyway, so that's why I today I've been working on a video that I'm going to share with my uh, higher tier patrons first because um, for those of you that are not a part of the patron community we've got people at, at various levels and, and they're also like supporting various goals that I have the most basic one of course is to be able to continue you know this work doing the podcasts, and then we've got the all the video stuff, like what I do on YouTube on the various channels, that's um, for the, the the five euro or five euro or dollar or whatever uh, uh, patrons, the second tier. They support that, but it's still short form. And then you've got the ten ten dollar or more tier, so that's a, a pretty substantial donation. And th- but these are people that really want me to continue the work on the documentaries, and so I figured, you know what. I'm going to go share with them this not the story secrets about I don't know Star Wars or a television series. I'm going to share the secrets of how I tell my stories. So that's that's going to be the 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 content that I want to share with with those higher tiered patrons is and I so I recorded that this morning. Um I just filmed myself sitting at my desk uh Writing out the script or coming up with a story of how I'm, I how I want to connect all these different s- smaller stories, the footage that I filmed uh, while on vacation. What is going to be? What's going to keep people engaged? How do I turn this into a story that you actually want to keep watching instead of just like, oh, on this day it rained, so we did this. On the next day we did this. That's not a story. So now I want to put everything in sequence, but always find a reason why we go to the next city or to the next. Na- and that's all, of course, brought in afterwards because there was no rhyme or reason to what we did on vacation. It's basically, so what are we going to do today? I'm just going to lay on bed in bed because I'm super tired. Okay. Uh, the others want to do something and then father harry is like yeah i want to go to florence yeah but i've already been to florence yeah but i want to go there who's going to go with me and i'm thinking florence that's cool i will go with you because i want to film in florence so it was totally at random but now i'm sitting down and i'm i'm i think this morning i actually figured out how i'm how i'm going to turn this into a compelling story. So that's what I filmed. And then I, I took a lot of the footage and, and pasted it over it. So that's going to be something that I want to share there. And then once they have seen that or with like early, what is it? Early, early bird access. Then I want to put that on LinkedIn because I want to get some feedback from people from the industry, other documentary makers. I want to involve them. I want to tell them, this is how I do it. Do you have any feedback? Can you teach me something? And I hope, that that will help me to get better at what I do. Because I'm actually, I'm a pretty accomplished uh, podcaster. I'm pretty good at filming, but I'm a total noob when it comes to making documentaries. And so hopefully LinkedIn will be a nice new environment for me to be able to kind of get some input from from people that are working in the same field as I do. So for those of you that are supporting me on the uh, $10 or more level, you can look forward to that Today, actually, in your uh, in your patron feed, not everyone, not all patrons will see this, but you will be able to get early access. And I will probably also just uh, dump a, like an audio file because some of you don't don't have time to watch uh, like a twenty five minute video. But I'll just in- also um, put that in the in the audio feed uh, as an audio file so you can listen in it, uh, to it in, in your car uh, while uh, commuting. Oh, that, that's a jingle I wanted to play. So quiet, so peaceful.
1: <laughs> I almost falling asleep and listened this.
0: Now I regret not having a sound effect of a, an alarm clock. <laughs> 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 should do that. Like the old... Remember the olden days when I did the uh, daily breakfast? It always uh-huh. started with the sound of a rooster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the jingle back yeah. then. Spock, you you wake up you you, you made to uh, wake up Spock. So oh really? Like, <laughs> lo- looking at, at the computer like what was yeah, that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a segment where we talk about about nature, about sustainability, about how we keep this Earth more or less uh, livable for the next couple of decades at least. And uh, it's it's funny that it seems like worldwide everybody starts to wake up and thinking, you know what? Yeah, maybe we kind of shrugged when people talked about climate change. But listen, we're running out of water. The, the, we've never had this many heat waves. There's drought in so many pe- uh, countries in the world. And who knows what's going to be next in the fall? We're going to have these this extreme weather. We may have have very extreme winters. Uh, we cannot ignore this. This is this is unlike anything we've seen before. Um, I, I hope that it will help people realize that that climate change is not just something for politicians. It's 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 affecting all of us, and we are still living in countries where we can more or less defend ourselves to the consequences. But there are many countries in the world where the the poor, the people that live in underdeveloped countries, they have no way to to protect themselves. Uh, to to the, the 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 global impact of all these changes in in our in our uh, environment, and I know in Italy. So we, w- this was one of the last days that we were there, and uh, we we wanted to go to one more city, and I was eagerly looking forward to it because it, it's a beautiful medieval city. And I was like, okay, I, I, that one, give me that one last day, and then it we we woke up and ready to go, and it started raining. And I'm like, eh, well, at least it's raining because it hadn't been raining for months in in, in, mm-hmm. in that part of Italy. So for uh, we were in a, an area where there are lots and lots of olive farmers, you know, olive trees. And mm-hmm. the olives were tiny. They were way too small for this time of the year, which probably is going to lead in a few weeks from now or months, I don't know, uh, to a much smaller yield than normal. And that's because of the drought. There was just everything. The earth was just completely uh dry so it started raining i'm like okay it's rain we we can we can live with that i had a raincoat with me let's go and then it started to storm and mm-hmm. at one point it gets so dark that it feels like we're in the middle of the night it was scary and then i hear father harry he was calling me from his room he was upstairs he's like, Roderick, you have to come. You have to come. Film this. Film this. Film this. And I'm looking out of the window, and I have it on on video. And you see this front, like it's pitch dark outside, and there is this storm front of rolling clouds, and it is, it is moving towards us with the speed of a of a wave of a like a wave on the beach. Remember that? Like like mm-hmm. like a big tsunami of clouds, and it's like coming towards us. And I was Super like, shell. "Father Harry, don't you think we should close the window?" And he's like, no, "Do you have this? Do you have this?" And then we, we close the window, and at that moment, all hell breaks loose. And then I hear this wind surrounding our. We were in a, in a very old house. There's a big tower next to us, a church, a former church tower. But the the wind is so strong that literally the house is shaking. I was so scared. We hear, we heard the the tiles on the roof rattling. It started to leak, so there was rain coming through various cracks in the ceiling. We had to put buckets there, pans, whatever we could find. But then the worst thing is, we hear all these noises outside, and it's a sound of a storm that I've never heard before. It was as if mm-hmm. I was in a movie. It was this, this it was like this eerie like. Whoo, whoo, and then you had this very deep rumbling, like, and like, what is happening? And then we hear something breaking and something falling. And I was like, oh my gosh. I hope the car is gonna be okay <laughs> because it's it's parked outside. And then at one point, this it, it seems to calm down a little bit. I go outside and I, I notice that that all the roofs have uh, are 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 uh, damaged. And there are roof tiles all over the place. Thankfully, the car was not hit. And then I, I noticed that one of the big pine trees that is just almost as tall as the church tower has has fallen. And then I see that there is another even bigger tree that has fallen across the road. And so the entire road was blocked. And then there are some villagers there that arrive in a car and they can't pass. And then... We have a conversation. They tell me all the other villages are blocked too. You cannot get out of any town right now. We have to wait for the for the firemen to get rid of these trees. And so there we were, unable to go because all the all the towns had the same problem. And later on, we heard that there actually uh, there were a couple of people that died because of the mm-hmm. weather, struck by lightning or hit by uh, by falling trees. I I. I was unbelievable, and then this 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 Italian lady uh, runs out and she's screaming, and it's like this drama lady <laughs> so so Italian like, Oh Madonna, oh Madonna, oh mio padre, mio padre, do you want to see the video I made and then she shows us the video that she made on her cell phone, and it's a video of herself in the house, and it's like, Oh Madonna, oh Madonna, oh dio, oh dio proteggino, oh not no <laughs> I've, we've never seen a storm like that in my life. Look at this. It's the end of the world. And she's totally panicking. <laughs> and it was so dramatic that I, d- I didn't dare to, to, to film her, but that would have been the ultimate footage. Like this, this Italian lady, like totally in distress, like, oh, Madonna. And then the funniest thing happened afterwards. So there's this tree fallen across the road, and nobody can pass, but there is this little road that goes onto private property where our house is and the, where the chapel is in the house of the other people that live there. And so some of these cars would would take that little road and, and, and go through our courtyard and then rejoin the road behind the tree. You know what happened? Instead of you know, welcoming the, these cars and helping people to get home, they actually started to block the road and they were... Like, fighting with the people that arrived in cars. Like, no, 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 no. This is a private property. You're not to go here with the cars. And then what they did, like, two families sat down on plastic chairs, blocking the road for the entire rest of the day. So Father Henry went for a walk, and he comes back. Guess what? They're sitting there with the entire family. They're blocking the road. (laughs) And then at one point, so I, I go and check in there, hopeful, hope, hoping that maybe the fireman would arrive. And every time there was there was new drama. So at one point, I see this huge fire truck arriving, and then these these guys walk out, like Italian fire uh, fireman, and they're it's like still very humid, and 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 probably they've been working all day. So it's literally it, it's almost like I'm. Is this a is this a cartoon? Is this a movie? They're literally stepping out of the of the fire truck, bare chested, and they're like these huge like bodybuilding types of guy, like really good looking. Like the only thing that that was lacking was the, like this very cheesy seventies music, like oh yeah. And you saw all these women googling at these these. these This is so Italian. I cannot believe this is happening. But then. This first moment of, like, the, oh, yeah, we're here to save you from this tree, that turns into a huge fight because it turns out they don't have the right equipment with them. So, like, the next minute, all this these families are yelling at the fireman. It's like, my what the kind of fireman you are? You come here with your big truck, bare-chested, and you don't even have the right equipment to get rid of the tree. How long is this tree going to be there? And <laughs> basically, they, they go back home. With a fire truck. And I was, I was in stitches. I couldn't believe that that was happening. Oh, my gosh. And, and so the next day, the tree was still there, but we had to go home. But thankfully, we could leave through the other road. <laughs> they, didn't, they hadn't blocked that.
1: Because so, you were neighbors.
0: Yeah. And we were priests, <laughs> and we were in bare-chested, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: It was so crazy. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're getting late. Um, we need to wrap up with some technology news. We are on the cutting edge of technology.
1: Wow. Well, what does that mean? Let's plug it in. It's going to say, hey, I see you've plugged in a new device. And it's going to load
0: in the appropriate drivers. You'll notice that this scanner built... Whoa. It'll...
1: Well, all your technology stuff it just ends in disaster.
0: But there is one more thing. Yeah, there is one more thing. Apple has just announced its upcoming event. We don't know exactly what it is, but everybody knows what it is. It's just going to be the new phones and the new Apple Watches. And um, the, the, as always, the invitation is pretty enigmatic. It shows the Apple logo in the form of stars, and it says, Far Out. Now, some clever people have already guessed what this is about. It's probably going to be a new camera feature on the iPhone 14 that will enable you to do astrophotography. Normally, when you take a photo of the stars, eh, the results are pretty lackluster. If you can even, even see anything... I, well, back in Tuscany, the nights were so dark because we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no light pollution. And I you could see the Milky Way. I couldn't see it because I was trying to sleep, <laughs> but... It was perfect, and my phone can absolutely not do anything at night. I tried to take a few photos during the night using the night mode. It looked horrible. And apparently, these newer phones are, um, are much better at this, and apparently, Apple has been working on a special... Setting on the phone so that you can take photos of the night sky and they will actually look pretty good. And I, of course, with all the you know the new web telescope stuff that's going on, astrophotography is very hot. So I'm not I'm not surprised that Apple is uh, is using this as a theme to promote their iPhone 14, which is just another iteration. You know, it's not they're not going to use they're not going to use different casings. It's still going to be a minor upgrade over the last one, but they always need a, a new. Gizmo or a new thing that will help sell you know this slightly improved iPhone, and I think this year it 's going to be astrophotography, nevertheless, I am going to watch that event with a little bit more than normal interest because I am in for a new phone i 'm still using the uh, uh, Asus Zen phone including the crab salad that fell into the... It still, <laughs> still smells like crab salad. You
1: beat me to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you have no clue what this is, ask me another time. It's pretty traumatic Scotland memory. But um, it's, it's really... I, I used it to film also in, um, in Italy, and I was like, yeah, I need to get a, another phone. Because this is... Uh, for me, it's more than a phone. It's not a luxury device. This is, for me, actually a camera. I've used this to film... Entire television episode, so it's worth investing in. And, um, and I, so I'm, I'm actually strongly considering getting myself another iPhone. I'm very much also an Android guy. I love Android. It's mm-hmm. it's much more versatile, uh, versatile than uh, than Apple is. But the quality of the camera stuff of on Apple is is just unparalleled. And I've noticed this with my iPad; it tends to last much longer. I still get updates for, for even my older iPad, at least security updates. Um, the, the phones, they usually last for four or five years. You still get updates. Mm-hmm. With Android, after two years, this one doesn't get any updates anymore. I need to root it and then install like a, 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 a fan-made um, version of Android, and that comes also with lots of instability issues. Yeah, I don't want I, – I, ain't nobody got time for that. So mm-hmm. I may actually move back to iPhone. I think you're back on iPhone also, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I had a Motorola, and uh, it got uh, battery issues, and it uh, drained very fast after...
0: Wait, you said Motorola. You. Motorola. you know what I yeah. heard? I've got a mozzarella. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, oh, it could have been that, but I got the, the, the G8, so the, the uh, G8 Plus. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it didn't last very long. It, it, I got issues, it, uh, mm-hmm. so it, uh, I, I, I had way too much stuff on it, probably. But mm-hmm. I was like, my iPhone could handle this. But this is a two hundred and fifty euro phone that doesn't can doesn't handle this. Yeah. So I'm I was uh, I'm back to the uh, uh, iPhone eleven. Okay. I always go buy the the older model because it's cheaper.
0: Is it hard to go back from the relative freedom of an of um, Android to iOS?
1: Uh, well, again, it get, it get, it's getting some used to because I was just missing my home button. I was used to having a home button, and uh, this, don- okay. this one doesn't have a home button. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it now is it's second nature. And what I like about Apple is that it integrates very well with with the iPad and with the, with the MacBook, and um, it it just works. You, you you take it, you you do what you want, and it just works and instead yeah. of the instability issues you, uh, you mentioned. What I do miss is, for example, uh, what Google ha- uh, Android has. So when I get my, uh, I, have, I use my old phone for the Tridio uh, phone number, mm-hmm. and I get lots of spam calls uh, ah, on yeah. it because of the, with our registration with the Chamber of Commerce and people want to sell us stuff. And now it, then it's the, the screen flashes red, and it says probably a spam call, oh, and wow. I don't answer the phone. Oh. because i know this is this is is a flag number you know that that's that's calling and apple doesn't have that and that's some uh, issue i uh, a feature i would like to see in ios as well
0: yeah all right well
1: i i and i, I can see if 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 an, if an unknown number calls mm-hmm. is if, if when that's uh used by by a company i can see the name of the company who's calling so then i know if it's a production uh, company then i know it's for you you know then i have to answer the the phone and then tell, tell them that you don't do interviews
0: at mm-hmm. the yeah. I, was, I was in a, 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 in the United States, use, I was using a, an old iPhone uh, that Rob lent me and I was, I was stunned how many spam calls and not just spam calls but also text messages you get in the United States apparently they, they have very loose laws it's just insane, yeah. it's all robocalls like, but it's like 9 <laughs> out of 10 phone calls were, were fake and, yeah. and I, I didn't that's, really that's, like the way Apple handled that, it. Apple, so Apple did market red, but you still you still get the notification. You still get, you know, yeah. like, what is this? It still buzzes. And I was like, ah, yeah, I don't like that. I can't yeah, believe they, it.
1: They, these are people who have bought the the, the, the the register, you know, the Chamber of Commerce Registers. So yeah. they they, uh, they are not real fake calls, but they are solicitors trying for. But uh, robocalls are, are illegal in the Netherlands. So that's yeah. why you don't get them Thankfully,
0: anywhere. thankfully. I yeah. can't believe that we're in 2022 and they still haven't solved this relatively simple problem. Um, anyway. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it's time to start wrapping things up. Um, I want to end this show with hopefully an inspiring thought of the day, which I found on the inter- eternal source of wisdom called Instagram. <laughs> and I like this one because it's true. People do not decide their futures, they decide their habits. And their habits decide their futures. How true is that? To build some good habits. Thank you, Inge, for joining me today on uh, the break. Thanks for all the people that have watched us live. Uh, We'll hang hang out for a few more minutes after we wrapped up the show for our audio listeners. And if you are one of our patrons, thank you so much for your ongoing support. And make sure to take a look at the new website, fatherrodrick.com, in case you're missing out on stuff that we made specifically for you. You know, go grab some tortilla there, because it's all ripe for the taking. (laughs) Thanks, and we'll talk soon. God bless.